the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thank you for joining us. The secular world in which we live today is all about self-gratification. There is nothing under the sun that is unimaginable for those who are driven by this kind of self-centeredness. God said we must lay aside everything that draws us into such depravity. Even though this type of living fails to fulfill, man continues to pursue it. God admonishes us to lay aside every weight and follow him. Listen with Bible pen and paper handy as Pastor Rander encourages us to rise from mediocrity to spiritual fulfillment as we follow Jesus Christ. Number four, in this new year, ask God to give you a fresh vision for your life. Ask God to give you a fresh what? Vision for your life. If you aim at nothing, you will hit it every time. Don't expect fresh vision with a small mindset. Don't expect fresh vision doubting yourself and God. Don't don't expect fresh vision being negative and having a lack of faith. Refuse to tell yourself it is too late in your life to adventure with the Lord. Don't tell yourself that you've already defeated yourself. As long as you have breath, you have purpose. And you're not 80 years old to just be swinging in some old folk chair playing bingo and checkers and dominoes. Nothing wrong with that, but life is more than that. Old folk out there gambling, trying to win. I, I heard about how big that that lottery thing is all over the world. I mean, that thing is, whoo, and some of y'all got, some of y'all got tickets. Yeah. Listen, walk by faith, not by sight, and don't expect to win the bigger. Trust God. Don't y'all say amen. So if people refuse to tell yourself to, it's too late to adventure with the Lord. For example, you're not too old to go back to school. You're not too old to start a new career. You're not too old to pursue a long forgotten dream. You're not too old to engage in a healthy lifestyle. You're not too old to learn a new hobby. You're not too old to learn a new language. You're not too old to play an instrument. You're not too old to invest in a child. You're not too old to be a mentor. For Listen, it's not too late to, to work on an estranged relationship. Relationship and be re- reconciled and restored. Some of you are my boys. You're not talking to your family. You're not talking to your wife. You're not talking to a cousin, an in-law. Some of you have siblings you haven't spoken to in a long time. You couldn't even you didn't even write them for Christmas. Didn't even send them a Christmas card. Not even a card. I was talking to somebody the other day and uh, yesterday in the family afterwards at the home. He, uh, I said, well, how's your daddy? He said, well, I haven't talked to my dad in a long time. We don't get along. I said, don't you think it's about time you start? I said, it's a new year. So what if your daddy hadn't been all he should have been to you? You know, why don't you, you can be an example to your daddy. That's right. I don't, I don't care whether, I told him, I don't care whether your daddy is in prison or he's in the White House. He's still your daddy. 
I don't care if he does right or if he does wrong, he's still your daddy. I want you to pick that phone up and I want you to call him and quarterly start going out with just go to lunch. Matter of fact, why don't you call him and tell him, daddy, I love you. You're shocking, perhaps, into righteousness. That's right. Somebody has to be the bigger person. Somebody has to write the note. Somebody has to make the. You don't know what he's done for me. And you don't know what he's done to me. And you don't know what she did. Oh, stop it. We want to see you experience freedom. We want to see God give you, give you your joy back this year. Stop dwelling on all the hurts of the past and start focusing on the possibilities of the future. With God, all things are what? For you who are strange, it is not too late to be reconciled and have broken relationships restored. Isaiah 43, 19 says, behold, I do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? All I'm saying is it is not too late to rise up and live. It is not too late to rise up and live. Let's just say it together. Sometimes I have you chanting because I want you to get the point. It's time, it's time to, rise to rise up and live. And live. Let's say it two more times. It's time, it's time to, rise to rise up and live. And live. One more time. It's time, it's time to rise up and live. I mean, if you're going to rise up, you got to rise up out of apathy and complacency and talking too much. Rise up out of gossip. Rise up out of wretchedness and backbiting and laziness and all that stuff so you can live. Number five, possess a thankful heart in your thoughts this year, in your thoughts, words, and deeds. Be thankful. Have a thankful heart. Start this year off with the attitude of gratitude. Be thankful in your thought life, in your work, with your words and with your deeds. Not only old folk, but young folk. Parents putting you through college. Parents sacrificing for you. You're living on your parents dying. Every word that come out of your mouth ought to be a thankful word to your parents. That's right. Thank, thank you. Thanking them. Your grandparents, your uncles, your aunts. God takes delight in opening doors of opportunity for those who possess a spirit of thankfulness. You want God to do great things to you? Then have a thankful heart. Be glad. Rejoice. God is good to you. Stop focusing on all the things that didn't happen or could have happened and realize that it could be worse than what it is and be thankful right now. Why don't you say thank you, Jesus? Psalms 37, 4 says, delight yourself in the Lord, delight yourself, enjoy God, and he will give you the desires of your heart. The reason God can't bless you, you're not thankful. Only grumble. Just grumble. You see too much. You're, looking, you're thinking about stuff you ought to be thinking about. You're dwelling on stuff you ought to be dwelling on. You're going into places in your mind you ought not be going. You're talking things with your spouse or others, you friendships, and you say, well, why am I dwelling on this anyhow? What is this going to do for me? And how is this going to make my life any better spiritually? Okay? Delight yourself also in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. God is not going to bless or reward those who grumble and complain and criticize and have an ungrateful spirit. 
Our Lord has brought you into this new year to give him more praise and to give him more thanksgiving. Psalms 92 one says it is good to give thanks to the Lord and sing praises to your name. Almost high. You ought to be so thankful that you start singing to God. Some of you seldom get that thankful. Well, the last time you got so thankful, you just start saying, I'm so glad Jesus lifted me. I'm so glad Jesus lifted me. God has smiled on me. He has set me free. God has smiled on me. He's been good. Give thanks with a grateful heart. Give thanks. Let me tell you something. You start singing those kinds of songs. All of a sudden, your spirit changes. All of a sudden, your attitude changes. All of a sudden, God begins to revive your spirit. All of a sudden, you start telling yourself, it's going to be all right. All of a sudden, you start shouting with, and getting happy even in the car. And folk looking next to you and wondering what's going on. This, this is a nut in the car. You sing because you're happy. You sing because you are free. You sing because you have been delivered. Where is the spirit of thanksgiving, people? You're in a new year. That's reason enough by itself to be thankful. Let's go to number six. If you desire to get off to a great start this year, you must surrender your life to Christ and give yourself to the Lord. You must Surrender your life to Christ and give yourself to the Lord. Romans 12, 1 and 2 says, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. You you worship God through giving, through presenting your bodies to, to him as a living sacrifice. You worship God through a life of holiness and living in an acceptable lifestyle before him. Verse two says, do not be conformed to the world. In other words, refuse to allow the world to squeeze you into its mold, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That's done through the word of God, through the spirit of God, to the glory of God, that by testing, you may discern what the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Second Corinthians eight, five also says, and not only as we had hope, but they first gave themselves to the Lord and then to us by the will of God. Pastor Rander continues today's message with forthright language as led by the Holy Spirit. Through him, God reveals to us the things that keep us in secular bondage, addictions to pornography, gambling, social media, illegal drug use, prescription drug abuse, getting rather than giving, get-rich-quick schemes, and so much more that leads to the unthinkable crimes and depraved we regularly hear about through the news media. Our sovereign God can and will change things when we obediently walk by faith in Him and not by sight. Listen closely. Listen, you can't help anybody until you first give yourself to the Lord. You cannot give God 10% of your income until you first give yourself to the Lord. That's right. You you, you cannot do anything for God until you first present your 
body, your soul, your spirit as a living sacrifice of worship to him. When you give God your hands, your eyes, your ears, your feet, every aspect of your being, then you can serve him and then he elevates you and take you to places you can't even comprehend. That's right. Why should God do anything with you if you haven't given yourself to him in the first place? What does it profit you to have a degree, job, money, status, reputation, all of that, and you haven't given yourself to the Lord? You just slow. Only when we give ourselves to the Lord and present our bodies as a living sacrifice, acceptable offering before the Lord, will he prosper us and do incredible things through us. Number seven, if you're going to have victory and be successful in this year, choosing to remove negative influences are important steps for moving in the right direction to achieve success. Choosing to remove negative influences are important steps for moving in the right direction to achieve success. Psalms 1 once says, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stand in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. Okay. Choosing to remove negative influences are important steps for moving in the right direction to achieve success. Don't expect success walking with people who are going the wrong direction. Okay? That's some people you need to get out of your life. That need to be a blessed subtraction. Don't expect success walking with people who are going in the wrong direction. Be a leader and not a follower in your families, on that job where folk are living any kind of way. Let your light shine and refuse to allow darkness to overtake you in the midst of that culture. Keeping company with foolish, carnal, misdirected people will spiral you into spiritual regression and cause you to waste valuable time and even waste your life with people who are sinking into sin and going the wrong direction. Therefore, surround yourself with those who will inspire and challenge you to dream and to reach for the stars. That's right. Challenge yourself to surround yourself with people who will inspire you and challenge you to dream and reach for the stars. Start dismissing folk who are weights in your life. That's right. That people on your job, you ought not be running with and hanging around. you there's some people, instead of you influencing them for righteousness, they're influencing you for the devil's cause because you're a follower and not a leader. That's right. Somebody said, well, why don't we go out and do that? No, I don't want to do that. They said, well, I'm a Christian and I have conviction and my Lord doesn't want me to do that. If you're going to have a successful year this year, you want to seek success like you've never seen it. You want to rise to your God-given potential, stay the course and refuse to quit. Stay the course and what? Refuse to quit. You need to know what the Lord is calling you to do in this season of your life and refuse to quit in this season of your life. That means that if you're going to stay the course, you've got to deny yourself and realize it's not about you. you if you're going to stay the course, you must be resilient. If you want to stay the course, you must have tenacity. If you want to stay the course, you must be persistent. Life is hard. People are difficult. Marriage can be challenging. 
Rearing children is no easy task. You can't kick children out the house at five years old. Okay? Stay in the courts. Sometimes they come full circle and come back home. You think you've done it. Here they come with they chilling. You say, oh, God, why you do this to me? Sometimes you got to let them back, patch them up, and get them back out. Don't say it. Don't be so quick to say if you make your bed hard, you got to lay in it as if you not made mistakes, as if you always been where you are now. Have sensitivity. You need to know what the Lord is calling you to do in this season of your life. You need to deny yourself, be resilient, have tenacity and be persistent. Refuse to deviate from God's plan for your life. He has a plan and purpose for your life. And when he reveals it, don't let anybody take you away from his design plan specifically, uniquely for you. God's plan for your life is a special tailor-made plan, no matter how difficult the task or purpose. James 5, 11, the book of James chapter 5, verse 11 says, indeed, we count, we count them blessed who endure. That's enough right there. That scripture just leaked out at me. Look, look at that again. Indeed, we count them what? Blessed who what? Endure. Some of you say, well, I'm going to quit the minute I've been teaching or I've been in a counselor. I've been in family ministry. I've been doing it a long time. But G- Jesus has been putting up with you a long time, too. And he had not quit on you. Why are you quitting on him? You know, you, you all tired. And Jesus said, well, so I'm tired of you. But I haven't given up on you. Won't you say amen? Y'all laughing because it's true. Y'all want go- you want to get tired on God, but then God doesn't get tired of you. You know, yes, he does, especially your ways. Look, indeed, we count them blessed who what? Endure. You have heard of the perseverance of Job and seen the end intended by the Lord, that the Lord is very compassionate and merciful. I thank God for his compassion. Because if it wasn't for his mercy and compassion, I'd have been wiped out a long time ago. You must resist every impulse or temptation to quit, especially when you are, you in the hardest time, you when most people quit. I'm going to let you have a little secret. You know, when most people quit, it's when they're halfway through. When they're halfway through, halfway through that book, halfway through school, after 25 years of marriage, they quit. You must resist the impulse or temptation to quit, especially when you're about halfway through, especially when that when that project is rigorous, especially in place of employment where things are not right and they're getting more difficult. They, they, they're requiring more work with less pay, with less people. When you're in graduate school, certification programs, when it gets difficult, don't quit. Weight loss program, some of you started, and you're still eating everything under the sun. All right? Stop expecting good results with your weight, and you just eating every kind of thing under the sun. Debt reduction, you spin yourself into brokenness. It's not, the issue is not how much money you make, it's how you're managing what God has already given you. Why should God give you more, and you're not managing as a steward that which he has blessed you with? Marital challenges. Don't quit. She looked at me funny. She didn't fix my coffee right. Well, you fix it. Okay? Husbands and wives both have responsibilities. You both need to serve each other. You both need to be a team. You both need to help achieve goals that you're setting. Don't give up on your children because they're unmotivated. 
They, some of them, some children are late bloomers. Don't don't give up on your children because they disappoint you. Don't give don't give up on your children because they get in trouble. That's when they need your prayers the most. There are some who even leave the church when problems arise or things don't go their way. For example, they leave their leadership position in ministry without God's permission because of feeling tired. They leave the church or their leadership position because of personal problems. Who don't have personal problems? You you keep working that job with personal problems. Or you leave because of a lack of commitment. Uncommitment has settled in. Be careful. Number nine, you cannot reach your God-given potential apart from setting boundaries in your life. I'm going to label with this one and perhaps review it the next time because it's so significant. You cannot advance in the kingdom of God. You cannot reach your God-given potential. You cannot experience a success that could be yours apart from setting healthy boundaries in your life. Say boundaries. Some of y'all haven't said it. Some of you are scared to say it. Because your freedom is choking the life out of you. Some of you cannot manage your freedom. You cannot manage your freedom. And it's killing you. You can't manage it. You cannot reach your God-given potential apart from setting boundaries in your life. These boundaries, you said, why boundary? Listen, you with your children boundary, I said, don't go out in the streets. Why you tell your children not to go out in the streets? Because you don't want them to get hurt. Now, if they go out there and you find them out there in that street and you've told them three times, what you gonna do? There are gonna be consequences. You're gonna spank that pat, their fatty part on the backside. You're gonna help them to learn to what? Obey. You know, I said, oh, my kids are playing out in the street. That's so cool. Wait a minute. Come on. It's your safeguard. You don't give a 10-year-old the keys to the car. They can't handle it. You, that, that's, you, you going to jail. Okay. These boundaries safeguard your personal lives, your physical lives, and your spiritual life. God gives rules and guidelines and law, divine laws to safeguard us, to protect us. God is not in the sky being some cosmic killjoy so that you can just be miserable. No, the laws of God are designed to preserve you, to protect you. These boundaries safeguard your personal, physical, and spiritual lives. For example, let me give you something. So I want to make sure you don't get confused here. For example, before you date, say date. You must set up some non-negotiable boundaries to come to date. Somebody said, uh-oh. Such as dating someone who is unsaved. That's unequally yoked. I mean, if he's saved and, she, and she's unrighteous, I don't care how cute she is, she's not for you. I don't care how smart she is. Don't mess with her. And some of you, you end up in two or three divorces because you got off to a bad start dating folk that God has already forbidden some of you are dating too early. 13 years, 13 years old talking about I'm in love. I said, boy, you better go learn how to count. <laughs> you can't read, can't write, can't conjugate a verb talking about I'm in love. You can't spell love. 18 is too early. I'm going to scare some of y'all now. You said 18? Yeah, that's too early. You just, you just begin to smell yourself. It's too early. You say, that's too, 18 too early? Yeah, too early. You say, why? You just getting out the house. You don't have a job. 
You're not mature. You just got grown. That's right. You still got some craziness in you. <laughs> oh, don't let me go on down the road. Too early. Wait. And you children who are 10, 13, 15, listen to me. Learn to grow up slowly. Hold on to your childhood as long as you can. If you're not paying a light bill or electric bill, you're not paying house note, you're not paying insurance, you're in the best days of your life. Receive it and love it. And obey. Have a great attitude. 18. Go to, go to school. Go get a trade. Have something to offer somebody, man. You're talking about dating somebody. You can't provide for them, you 18 years old. You can't provide for yourself. You will take somebody's daughter. The first thing that, that, that father want to know is how you going to take care of Show me what you got. And some of them, excuse the English, don't got nothing. <laughs> oh God, is, that's not written. The Lord just threw that in the spiritual caveat. Before you date, you must set up non-negotiables, such as not dating someone who is unsaved or being alone with the opposite sex, to which could lead you into compromising situations. Anytime you get alone, 12 o'clock midnight, and y'all in that car by yourself, don't tell me everything's cool. You in the heat of the moment. Won't you say amen? Look how quiet it's getting. Some of you old folk too. You can't bring all these folk in the house being single, single parent. Every, every other week is a different man and your children looking at that. You teach them to do the same thing. The word of God tells us that there is no salvation in any other or anything except Jesus Christ the only name under heaven by which we must be saved. We can and many do live victoriously through obedient faith in our Lord and Savior. In Him alone, we are redeemed and forgiven. He is the way, the truth, and the life. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching by Pastor Rander or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas, or call us at 210-821-5683. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.